This one go hard. This one go hard. Yeah. I'm not sorry. I'm liking this one. It's about kind of gorillas feel. We beat real hard. Mm. Real dark. Real dark. Yeah. No. Cut the head bobbin messing up my rhythm, boy. Cut head bobbin in the wrong direction. <laughs> no, but I cause you hear it later than me because I'm so far, dog. I hear it good here, you know. You hear it, you hear it after me. I hear it nice big time. Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you are in the world right now. Mm -hmm. And welcome to another edition of the Heights Room, the where we keep it heightsy, no matter what. You know, we all in different rooms, but we're mm -hmm. in one heightsy room mm -hmm. right here on the platforms, live on Facebook, live on YouTube. <coughs> Make sure and share. Don't afraid to share. Sharing is caring. Yes. You understand? Yes. You don't yeah. know. And I hear my boys, Victorian himself, Linton. Shankara Lessi, mm -hmm. keeping it messy out in the yes. Micronesia there. How everything right there right now, Lessi? Cool and just well, boy, calm and... Yeah, but raining we ask too. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> well, well, you can't can run from Pompeo that. Is, is, yeah, well, no, well, Pompeii actually holds the record. I think it's the second highest rain in the world. So in the world, you have two places that, are, that is getting most inches of rain in the world. And Pompeii is the second highest in the world. You understand yeah, what I'm but, saying? But, 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 but we don't have Abu Bakr there. But do you have Abu Bakr there? That is the real question. Do you have Abu Bakr there? I know you see my real militant. I know you see my militant. I know you see my militant. I know you see my militant. So, I see you. I see you, boy, Abu. I see you, Abu. I see you, Abu. I don't know. 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 The views expressed on this show is not mine. <laughs> it's not mine. Abu Bakr challenges the government. What we had to say about this, Abu Bakr challenges the government. That ring our bell? What already going on here? No, they can't help you. Yeah, well, you see them fellas tusty too. Yeah, that's because... You're out of the limelight for so long. So then, no, he probably watched Heights Room Choba, the cool episode. And I was like, boy, I was really bad in the days, you know, boy. You know? So, you know, we had to come back on the Heights Room yeah, again. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, so he come out and think, but he make sure and wait for Gary to come out the acting COP position uh, before he make him move. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Them fellas are easy. They don't know so they really, what they're Let's see, you watch, you watch the video. What is the main point of it? What's yeah. the main point of his sentiment? Why you well, really, what is his point? You see, main, main point, because you know you talk. He wasn't specific. Yeah, but the main point is that he didn't really have a point. He just said that the, the police and the government are basically taking advantage of people of African descent. He tried, he tried to pull a kind of racial card with it and say okay. that how, you know, the, the victimization of the African people have to stop and that, you know, um, he is sending a stern warning. To, to, to the government and, and, and thing that, you know, you need to stop this or else. So he just talked for, 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 you know what I mean? And in talking in riddles for that long, at the end of the 
whole hour, everybody was like, yeah, right. You understand what I'm saying? But at the end of all of that, you know, I still say, you wait until Gary go on to say that. You understand what I'm saying? Because he just said, go and knock on Wazla. And he'll be like, yeah, um, hello, are you Mr. Abu Waka? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Police are in the You understand? But you I know, he's, he's, a, he's an influencer trying to make some content. That's all he is. Yeah, he's not a <laughs> yeah, he, he need to get TikTok. <laughs> you know what I'm well, moving on to some more serious matters. Hopefully, hopefully that matter mm, not really hopefully. serious because he can't be serious. Mm. Hopefully, mm. um, less than one third of the children population is um vaccinated, and the minister is lamenting mm. that fact. You know, yeah, and I mean, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what they were expecting because children are living with parents and how much of our right. parents are vaccinated. You know yeah, what I mean? Population so, want to be yeah. vaccinated. Yeah. I know it's crazy. Yeah. It's sad. Well, the, 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 I guess the prime minister, not threat, but his, his saying yeah. to get serious with people who who not going to school, I guess it didn't really hit any. It mm-hmm. didn't convince anybody otherwise because mm-hmm. plenty of children. I was talking to some friends of mine and mm-hmm. they also are not vaccinated so i guess online learning for them i know they're doing mm. online orientation yeah well, that's the thing yeah today. yeah yeah online, online orientation mm-hmm. so and well like everything online if it is one child is vaccinated in a class then it's online learning for everybody because you're not going out to do one child you know yeah, what exactly. i mean right exactly so exactly. it's, it's really it's really how much in the air right now yeah but it's principles really here so Principal saying at all, Kata, in terms of like, where's the minimum amount of people you have to have for teachers to come out and teach? No. Um, hmm. No no decisions being made until decisions. It, it's always it's a top come down thing. So you, you can't really look to say something because that whole thing will get turned if tomorrow. They say, all right, we start masks for everybody. You understand what I mean? So you are looking to, nobody are looking to over um, think. You know, that's not what we right. think here. You understand? Right, so right, 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 right. Take it as it come, take it as it go. But the real reality situation is children not getting vaccinated in the way that they would have wanted them to to open back school for a majority of people. So we'll see what goes mm. on with that. Tens of thousands mm. of vaccines due to spoil in November. So it come like um coconut. Um, um tens of thousands. <laughs> I well that way it's in like it's in like you know, a man man make a macaroni and, and forget it outside. Any, any night and forget to put it mm-hmm. in the fridge and next day it's spoiled. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But and everybody was struggling for Pfizer a few months ago, Kata, and everybody was grabbing and then was going to Miami to take Pfizer and all kind of thing. Oh. Well, let's see. The people who go in Miami went Miami. The people who do it, who mm-hmm. not go in Miami mm-hmm. who want to go Miami. Like, it, it is tied into each other too. It is, yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's a certain amount of... Um, preconceived thought among different sectors of society when it comes to the vaccine that's no that's no 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 um secret so you're going to have that people who don't pick up themselves and travel just so it's the same people who wasn't going to travel with anyhow because they're not they're not on it you know mm. what i mean so it's a kind of it's a funny thing when you really look at the you have to kind of take these things into consideration so what's really happening is that oh no they want to give it on mass and people end taking it in that way. So what what you have happening mm. is that they're going to have to. What they're saying here is that how due to the slow uptake and the lumen expiry date on the Pfizer vaccines, because remember we said Pfizer mm. is one of the mm. cold storage and our big way and so on. Minister mm. of Health Terence Dial Singh announced that teachers and healthcare workers would be eligible for the Pfizer vaccine. Come, um, well that was 
August 29th, they say. So that's before. That was before. That was, this is an older. Mm. Um, but then, but then, let me no, ask. No, no, no. Let me ask. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. This is this is the saga. This article is the whole saga. So that was August right. 29th, and right now, right now they get mm. it. But right. going down more. But then tell me this, Dokota. If it is it run out by like let's say um, let me say it due to spoil in November, is it then that Trinidad gone to the position because I hear things bad in Grenada? Eh? I hear I hear realment. I hear Grenada on lockdown. Um, you know, um, it, they don't have enough vaccine and that kind of thing. So is it but that is it is it that the Trinidad government a, going and shit? They have a demand for it. If they have a yeah. demand for it, we should. If they sure, have a demand yeah. for it, they should. They should because in Jamaica because, doesn't have the demand for it. You know what? Maybe Grenada does. Mm, you know. Mm, mm, so they. Mm. So yeah. As well, as you said, there, let's see. Um, for Pfizer, they donated three hundred and five thousand three hundred and seventy doses will expire sometime in November. Now that that's all I was donated. Obviously, I don't have all the figures mm. here. How much was used? But all of them would have had an expiry date of November, right? Given a deadline of October fourteenth <laughs> through seventeenth to get first dose. <laughs> Maybe this is why well, people yeah, don't want to make it. Yeah, well, Nikki really, you know what I mean? Did you all see the tweet? Did you all see the tweet? I see the tweet. Okay, so I on she Twitter page, I didn't see the tweet. It were, she really put that up? She put this. Yeah, uh, she put I read it up in time. You guys, be careful. My brother's friend, my cousin's friend in Trinidad took the vaccine. His testicles got swollen. And he was bound to, he was due to marry, and now his wife has his fiance has called off the wedding. You know what? He, he has become impotent. This is the most Trinidadian thing Nikki ever seen. She like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like if you was unsure, yeah. she was Trinidadian before. <laughs> you're sure now. <laughs> yeah. You're For sure real. now. You know, sir? Like real. Like, you know, cool. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then other <laughs> random news. Man like Bumbi get shoot up and then other men start to die in love until so the gang wars go on as usual, right? That's a heights. That's not, a heights. Nothing, then we boy Keith and Daphne passed away. Clifford. Yeah, boy. A lemon. Yeah, boy. Don't you remember, don't you remember Keith and Daphne? Yeah, the, big the, man the in big, the um, theater. UNCP and them kind of thing. Yeah, he's a big man in the, in, in the theater, you know. Um, yeah. He was there. Very, very yeah. much present on the screen, on the TV screen in the 90s, eh? We know, yeah, we don't, yeah, they, yeah, we don't yeah, know yeah. about them now. Him and Errol Fabian yeah. and them, you know, but yeah, 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 yeah. So, Raymond, so, um, Chuk- Ian Raymond, Chuk- Kong, yeah, Penelope, um, thing, you know, yeah, so Nikki, is, all of them, you so know, that's so that's two of them gone there, let's see, um, yeah, two of them gone there, <clears> and it's um, cool. So, um, no, I'm not sure, I don't think so. I think he was had, he had something else he's suffering from, I believe, but okay, condolences okay, okay, to his okay, family, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. and well, finally, to, to, to transition into our. Actual topic for tonight is just traffic in Trinidad. Mm. COVID-19 helped the traffic situation. Could it be seen hmm. as a solution? So we all know that how the traffic hmm. has been impacted by COVID due to lockdowns, due to snow school, especially, hmm. right? Especially mm-hmm. because you don't have any school. You're not having people that are, you know, taking to the roads, taxis and as full, maxis and as full. They don't have a set of um, mm. cars on the road as they would have any morning, so the morning traffic is a little less. It was much more less. Mm. It's kind of getting back to that point now. The point is, what are we telling ourselves about the traffic situation? Well, that's a serious thing because that show will, or show, well, it's not as hard structures there, but it's a social reality too. 
social. I agree with that. Is 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 we need to change our mentality. I should tell them for news we bring down. Sometimes, mm-hmm. so I man, all I know, I just come down from from, mm-hmm. from Canada every once in a while, mm-hmm. and it is be amazing to me to see mm-hmm. when I just driving through mm-hmm. the amount of cars and people yard, bro. Yeah, dog. That yeah, dog. Is a fascinating. It's like everybody in the household who could drive, yeah, have a vehicle. So you talk about like six hmm. cars in one year, three, four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like and you're running out of car park space. But but all you know, but all you know in Micronesia is the same thing. All the Japan foreign news vehicles and thing does yeah, it is so long here. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And it's our foreign news dealers and that kind of thing. We are reached the point yet where the criminal element evolved to the point where the thief and car don't want to have a market for that yet. But hopefully it has some time before that comes down here. But it it just goes to show, you know. Is a, is is, yeah, is yes. all kind of different factors like traffic is a real complex beast, Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. and it's a great equalizer, as we said, because at the end of the day, yeah, no matter yeah, who you're, sure. you're reaching it, you're in it. You're in it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, BMW or Lexus or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So our guest tonight. Doctor. What we know about our guest tonight? Full on. A fellow of the American mm-hmm. Society of Civil Engineers. A fellow of the Institute of Transportation Engineers. So he's a real fellow, eh? fellow of the Association <laughs> of Professional Engineers of Trinidad and Tobago, APETT. It's called APET, probably. I'm not too sure. And a member of the Association APET. for European Transport. He's a past president of APET, and Dr. Fulong has been involved in professional practice in transportation, planning, and traffic engineering for more than 34 years in both the public and private sectors within Trinidad and Tobago and the wider Caribbean region. We welcome. Dr. Ray Fulong. Welcome, Dr. Fulong, to the Hype Room. Thank you very much. It's so Dr. a pleasure to be here. So, Dr. Fulong, your company, the consultancy, is called LF Systems, right? And they would be pioneering, if you want to call it, this kind of work in you know, our country, in the region, when it comes to this topic, when it comes to these issues. Can you tell us a little bit about the saga of LF Systems? Yes, well, LF System was actually a, a pioneer in, not only in Trinidad, in the Caribbean, in, in um, the area of traffic impact assessment. Um, previous to that, um, and, and in fact, still in many of the islands, they do that, the, the, the various public works agencies, ministries of public works and so on, they do that type of work in-house for mm-hmm. developers and so on. But um, in the first world, that is done by the private sector. So I initiated that sometime in the late 90s. Oh, okay. And, um, mm. yeah, we do other things in, in, in traffic and transportation, but that is really our core our core business. And I hear you. Still. So what are some of the more interesting local or international transportation projects you would have worked on just off the top of your head? Because I know there will be many. Right. Well, in in terms of um, the Caribbean, one of the the, the the widest the widest projects I I did with um, sometime in around two thousand and nine was I studied um, we studied uh, seventeen of the Caribbean territories um, and I visited quite a number of them as part of the the work not all of them some of them we studied from their data and um, remotely. 
but um, we studied the overloading of trucks in the in, in the islands, Ooh. which is the problems that <coughs> damage to the roads and so the on. Roads, of course, yeah, yeah, a safety yeah. issue as well in terms of um, mm. runaway trucks as a result of being overloaded, damage to to cranes at the ports, the potential for damage to cranes and so on. So that was that was a, a a big a big work for us. Seventy, as I say, seventy. Mm -hmm. Another useful project to me was a, 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 we did some um, we studied the trans, trans, transportation issues in um, Belize City in Belize, mm -hmm. and that's outside of here. Um, mm -hmm. Way back in way back in the nineties, as a young professional, early nineties, I as an individual did assisted assisted my supervisor in in some local studies that's more transportation modeling planning and, mm. and stuff in in india while i was a, mm. a student there i mean trinidad some of the projects that jumped out that jump out at me now even is i did a uh, for the the point thesis energy executives uh, i did a study of disaster emergency evacuation plans uh, mod simulated the real-time simulation right. of disasters um i didn't come up with the the type of disasters emergency and so on they came up i think it was 10 or 12 and they gave me the details of it and we collected um the data of the existing traffic at different times of the day and we superimposed the type of disaster that they detailed to us and we simulated it in real time including what to do the, the model this, mm. the, 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 the model would have simulated where to pass and to evacuate and so on. And then we came up with recommendations to build resilience into the into the estate. I'm not sure how much mm. that was done somewhere around 2012. I'm not sure mm. how much of it. But but one of one of the interesting studies to me, apart from mm. some things, is that I I'm not involved in carnival in any way, the parade of the bands, but I, 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 right. I did a project with it way back okay. in for three years, for three mm. years, and it actually resulted. They implemented it, okay. and um, okay. I monitored it and so on, and, and it actually mm. resulted in the reduction in in congestion and the traffic. The okay. Sorry, the bad <laughs> traffic, the traffic. traffic. Okay, okay. So, so that's how the drone came up. <laughs> that's how the soccer drone evolved. Yeah, <laughs> um, when people like been hacking and so on saw it. They said, hey, right. this has a potential. But you know what was strange? The results okay. coming out of mm -hmm. it. And right. by the way, the board then of the, the, the National Carnival Commission, mm -hmm. I actually used them to understand where the real, the, most of the problem was actually on the drag. They couldn't understand oh, why. Okay. So right. I actually used them as the individual members of the board and mm -hmm. played music and, mm -hmm. and put some marks on the ground and told them to jump, walk to the beat, of the music mm. on these spots mm. and they walked and they crashed into each other and i said that is the problem that is going on in the drag so it was sold we there implemented it but what jump, what came what came out of it funny enough then mm. some of the the, the 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 um the stakeholders came back to me and they said when carnival was ended by five o'clock that particular mm. year and parade mm. the parade was ended mm. that year they said who told you we wanted carnival to shorten that much. <laughs> it's like they like the chaos. <laughs> so, but I tell you, there were 55 per bands parading um, from the data. Right. No, they were collecting geographic information system data, GPS, 
uh, right? The, G, the GPS data they were they were collecting every year for many years, and I simply okay. used that data, put it into the right. transportation models, treated right. the system as a train. So we had fifty-five mm -hmm. trains oh, operated on mm -hmm. one route. Of course, the computer mm -hmm. crashed many times because fifty-five trains. <laughs> right. 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 And so on. But it actually right. worked. So you got it in real time, and I put on to demonstrate it. I put on a a Marshall. That time Marshall was was they were the truck on the road yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah, put yeah, it yeah. To, to that music and the band. You see the band, the the the, the, the head, at the front of the band moving around, and then then we actually went on the ground. I walked about yeah about 20, 20 21 kilometers for two years to monitor before and after, and yes, four hours, and then we plotted all the graphs and everything and everything on the ground. We saw where the delays were. We implemented it. So. You know what is coming out of all these years I spent in doing traffic studies? Mm. My biggest success was actually with Carnival. Talking about results, I want to get back to that study you did um, regarding the trucks and it being overweight and stuff like that. That is something that's always kind of fascinated me from since young. I've always wondered. I grew up in Princeton, so you see all these truck with cane and thing, and you see the truck leaning. And so tasca, I wonder, tasca, tasca. With tasca. <laughs> <laughs> and I always wondered about because the Tasca Road always mashing up. So what mm. was the results of that study of these over overloaded trucks and things? And what is the impact? You know, you know what was amazing to me from that study. Yes, and in in Barapo and Princeston, you have some of the worst kind of those is some of the worst type of tasks oh, no. the ones that carry the sugar cane across yeah, the road yeah, yeah. so apart from mm. the damage to the road nothing could pass nothing in either happen. direction mm. when when those vehicles mm. do you know Trinidad was the only country of the 17 territories that did not participate in that project oh. we got the laws mm. legislation from all the territories mm. of course i had it from mm. Trinidad as well mm. And then we had seminars and workshops in some of the islands, inviting everybody. The only country out of the 17 that did not participate was Trinidad. You know why? Because we are great in Trinidad. We are great. Everybody we know everything. Everybody's everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give another example. Way back in 1994, I, in conjunction with the University of the West Indies, held a a, a training se se um, seminar, a training course, one week on highway geometric design, how to design roads for mountainous countries, territories in the Caribbean. Again, Trinidad, there were two, oh, a lot of people came from the Caribbean territories. There were two people came from Trinidad and none from the public service. The two oh, wow. were in the private sector. Don't, don't we have mountainous roads in Trinidad? Maybe mm. not as high as some of the other territories, but we do have mountainous roads, Western. right? We have, we, right? We have the lady, the, 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 very um, much so, Ma so Maracas and so on, the, the so, yeah, there, the, different the, places. So you cannot ignore it. We have the central range; they may not be as mountainous. Um, I also, I also examined the Solomon Ochoa Highway, the North South Highway, and it was mm. well designed geometrically, except in one part. One part that's a part by Petrochin, but that's a next story why that was badly designed. Mm. That's by but me. I could speculate so, why that was an error. Yeah, because my because um, I, I did a paper on that as well. Yeah. And my whole life mm. is just hearing cars crashing. Cars crashing, you know? yeah. You know, yeah. It, you know it. 
there's another project I wanted to the highlight that I was involved in, and perhaps you might find it interesting. Mm. The, the the Brian Lara Cricket Academy for the for the um mm. for the Caribbean. Go that parking was that was right. oh I was God, involved that. in this. Well, I was involved in the studies there, and it showed what was needed um, before mm. and after, and the analysis, and it actually it actually confirmed what we we told them. Listen, mm. as children, we learned in school four into two cannot, correct? Right. <laughs> and we are accustomed trying to put four into two. <laughs> three into one, oh, yeah. whatever you want to call it. We learned that, that it cannot work. Or sometimes mm. you, you may have heard colloquially the channel bottle, the channel bottle syndrome or the or the nuts bottle syndrome. You yeah. flip the bottle suddenly and nothing could flow. Nothing so we yeah. listen, it is not the solutions. Let me start off by saying the solutions to traffic are not obvious. Mm. If they were, mm. we would have yeah, solved maybe. it already. Exactly. But, I but it up. <laughs> everybody yeah. feels he or she sits behind the driver's seat. We know what the problem is. Of course you know, but you know it from mm. your perspective. That's it. The transport manager, traffic manager, has to deal with the perspectives of everybody, including you. The collective. The collective. <laughs> is not the individual. And that is why in the next life, I will not be doing this again. Because it is always a negative criticism, right? There's no, there's no thanks in this. In this no Nobody sets out a career for thanks. But why? You. I'm not masochistic. Why? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Doc, let, let, let me ask. I mean, we are three major sites to, to, to really tell the story, right? Which which uh, uh, of traffic in this country for this episode. And one of the first parts of the story is how did traffic get this bad, oh, right? I mean, I live in South and was working in town for about five years. I was living in Marbella, right? And I used to have to hit that highway every day. And yeah. you talk about the North-South Highway. So I, I want to get into that a little bit um, because I think we unpack different projects. We would kind of gradually get to, to some of the roots of the, uh, of the problem. Just taking South to North. I want to go to North, right? I have a car. I want to go to North. Why has traffic gotten so bad over the Good. past 20 years on the highway? I just had well, dog across the road. I'm happy about that because that is exactly yeah. where I want to start, right? right? And I want to tell okay. you straight off that I don't right. think many of your viewers, perhaps yourselves as mm. well, mm. will appreciate where I'm going with this right. because right. It, it, it will betray people's lack of understanding of yeah. what are the causes of the problem. You right. see, what you are experiencing, what you just described, and many others, mm -hmm. are really symptoms of the problem, not the causes. Mm -hmm. We have a little, mm -hmm. a, a little equation we use. It's not a mathematical equation. It's just a relationship. Mm -hmm. And it goes like this. Mm -hmm. Land use planning minus transportation planning is equal mm -hmm. to traffic management problems. Interesting. Mm. Let that digest a little bit. So when you have land use layouts and programs and so on, and you do not have the relevant transportation planning, you are reaping the rewards of that. You might be surprised what, to hear what I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. We do not have any agency of government in the public service mm. responsible for transportation planning. 
What do you mean by that? So, so was the transport branch, but it, yeah, the transport branch. Yeah. Well, let's talk about what they do. Right. <laughs> I mean, my agency. understanding, my no understanding was when I used to deal with um Zanim and, and um, uh, they were like, you know, great guys. All of them was great guys. Um, yes. you know, and Dexter and and um the guy that retired, um Queen Calco now, I forget his name. Ghani. Roger Gani, right? Roger Gani. Um, yes. You know, I, I I would get I in talk to them. I would get they were the 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 gods of the traffic. If you talk about traffic, you had to talk to them. So my thing is that as a, a taxpayer member of the public, I would think that responsibility lies there. Well, let me start legally. At the very least, legally, that is the responsibility. Talk to me. Well, I'll come to that. In fact, one of the okay. one of your your co commentators, one of your one of the comments, I should say, is from a former right. employee of the traffic management. I'm just reading it there. Okay. But I'll come to that. I want to share something. I want to share a chart, probably the only chart I'll share. May I do that mm -hmm. on your program here? Is it yeah, easy to share? Sure. Yeah, just share. Um, let me just something that says share screen there. Mm -hmm. And I will have to just bring it up. Tell me as soon as I can do it, and I'll, I'll do it on. So you got to hit. So next yeah, to the mic, it's the camera. Yeah, just go ahead and share. I pressed the share already, so I can I can put it in. Yeah. Tell me, tell me when you're what, seeing. What, what you see, because I'm not seeing anything come up. Wait. Maybe scroll down, Tori, and see if it's underneath us. Yeah, don't try that. Me again, nothing. What are you seeing there, Doc, on your end? Is it yeah, a link, or is it a... Yeah. Yeah, just share entire screen. Tell, tell me if you're seeing you, you. Nothing yet. That's okay. We could always come back to it. We'll come back. Okay. To what? What? I was, what? What? Let me tell you it then. In words, because um, okay. Now you're going to up on your screen there, Doc. Now we can get. Yeah, it. we got it. So now you're, you're seeing it now. Pull it up on your whole screen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Full, yeah. Full yeah. screen. Full screen it. So yeah, yeah. there we go. Yeah. Right. Right. Lovely, lovely. And then I'll press up. Right. This is yeah. this is this is actually I de I designed this to explain what a transportation system is. And you can make it specific to public transport, you can make it specific to to different types of transportation modes that you have, okay? But this is just the generic form. It starts off with people. Note everything I'm telling you. It starts with people. It goes down to the vehicles. The vehicles could be any mode. Mm -hmm. It goes down to the routes. The routes could be road, air, water, river, sea, like that. Mm -hmm. Terminals can be uh, parking garages. It can be public transport terminals and, uh, and so forth. Right. Stations and so on. Mm -hmm. And then it swings. You see it swinging to the left and the right. When it swings left, you talk about maintenance. As you know, maintenance is a bad word in this country. Ah, mm -hmm. Right? So because, mm -hmm. right, in, in any form of maintenance, and transport maintenance is no, mm -hmm. no exception. And then it swings right to information and control. Right? We, we hardly mm -hmm. have signs. I, I, always, I always give an example. If I were to, to take you to Port of Spain, you're going there for the first time, 
and I put you at the, the Cipriani roundabout, better known as KFC roundabout in Port mm -hmm. of Spain. I put you down there at Brian Lara promenade, and I tell you, mm -hmm. go and get a taxi and go St. James. Yeah. Most people will not know what to do. Yes, yeah, true. Right? Because mm -hmm. there's no sign telling you walk up Frederick Street and you will see by Woodford mm -hmm. Square there, you where to get the where to get you will not know because there's no sign. So information mm -hmm. and control. But mm -hmm. the, so these are the components, and of course they have to be interactive and they have to they have to work together. Right. But we right. have concentrated, if I were to ask you, name the primary focus of attention on our transportation system in Trinidad. Which one will you tell me? Roads. Road vehicles. <laughs> the roads, right? Good. I'll come back to that mm. just now when I talk about the, the National Transportation Plan. And the second mm. thing since 1990 or so has been vehicles, right? The foreign use vehicles, the imported use vehicles. We'll talk about those right. two, right? That's right. I'm, I, I'll, I'll stop sharing now. I'll come back to, to the talking. That's okay. I can mm. take care of that. So, you go Good. Right. so mm. what I'm trying to show, what I've been trying to show, let's let's talk with the, the, the road. In 1967, mm. 66, 67, mm. we did our very first national transportation plan for this country. Mm. Right? Torian, you're in, you're in Canada. Mm -hmm. We hired mm. some Canadians. Very mm. interestingly, we told them, write your own terms of reference. Mm. to do what mm. you think is necessary so, because we didn't have yeah. the, the kind of expertise then. Mm. Okay. You know what they did for this country? They did a road mm. plan and called it a transportation plan. Mm. Everything food. was road. <laughs> everything, fit, everything concerning public transport and transport terminals and everything else fit on about mm. two pages. Yeah. The entire thing was a road plan called mm. a national transportation plan. Mm -hmm. no, that is However, at the same time, around the same time, this, the, the country of Singapore, the island, yeah. mm -hmm. was formed just around the same time like us, and they did their first national transportation plan. They're a quarter of the size of Trinidad. The island of Trinidad, mm -hmm. they're a quarter of the size. Mm -hmm. Four times the population, just over four. Mm -hmm. And their plan focused on public transport. Public. Till today, Singapore is the paragon of public transport mm. in the world. In fact, mm. there's a joke. They compete with Hong Kong. Who is the better territory for public transport? And you know how they come how they compare? One this year would have delays of 15 minutes in a day. In a day? A delay. One <sighs> will have it this time, Hong Kong be them. Hong Kong has less mm -hmm. than 15 minutes of delay. Right? We mm. have had a plan where the horizon here. The horizon here is the end of your plan, right? For for, right. for listeners who are not familiar. Our mm. horizon here from 66 was 1985. Hmm. Till, so 1985, we, sh we should have achieved everything by way of implementation in that first study. Do you right. know today just 40% of that plan was implemented? Just over 40%. Till today, just 40%. Mm. So what have we achieved? With that first plan. Now, there, mm. you may argue there was a plan done in 2005. I see, and yes. Ah, you're mm. following. Mm -hmm. Interesting thing about that, mm -hmm. and I've written many articles on that, right? Mm -hmm. the, I used to have a, <laughs> I used to have a, a weekly um, column mm -hmm. um, in, the, in the news day 
I wrote 444 articles either. Mm -hmm. And I challenged that consultant. By the way, that was a, a $24 million and TT dollar study, yeah? 24 million. Right. That's right. not a small study, yeah? That's a this huge study. Right. Which study is this? The CNTS study? CNTS. 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 Comprehensive National Transport. But do you know that the very consultant that was doing that study mm -hmm. to prepare a plan for transport for a future, before they finished mm -hmm. the study, they, they were awarded project management of the rapid rail? Now, how does oh. that work? How does that work? Is that conflict of interest there, you think? <laughs> what do you Kuchur, think that they're going to yeah. propose? What do you think that yeah. study was going to propose to the country? Rapid rail. That we need rapid rail, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, even, well, even after a while, mm. the study was rejected by the very same people who hired them. Right. They were fired after paying them 10 million. So they say, so they say they pay them 10 right. million. I don't know. Right, but 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 let me say this though, Doc. Let me still say this, right? And I'm glad that you're saying, well, you know, you, you, you want to go in the full depth of the conversation. And trust me, we're we ready for it, both in both both in the viewers and, and the hosts, because that is the purpose of the height room, right? We carry things to a different level of height. We're going to the full depth of the conversation. <laughs> That's right. Right. So I want I want to challenge that concept a little bit in terms of in terms of the plans, because I know in Trinidad we love to create plans because we are very political country a politically charged country that you know what i mean okay you, you, you want to say you do something you do but of course the work comes and you have actually cross uh political uh, terms that's when the challenge comes because it's like well you know certain certain friends can eat our food so i want to give up on that plan i want to do a totally new plan to let a new set of people eat our food and whatnot but starting with the north south highway from my understanding, uh, and talking to a friend of mine out here, a mutual friend, Dr. Jared Osborne, also a trafficking out of Miami, he had a point that, to me, hit me very, uh, you know, very strong in that he said, well, when you're transporting, where you're transporting? Vehicles or you're transporting people? And I stopped and I was like, oh, I didn't think I'd like that. He's like, it's people you're transporting. Forget how you're transporting them. It's people. And... The conversation of moving forward, I think, is to understand how to interpret congestion. So for the layman, we interpret it as I was going north in the morning. I had to stay traffic because a dog crossed the road and everybody had to mark home. You understand? For me, that is a capacity issue. Is it a capacity issue? All right, I'll explain. Mm -hmm. Incidentally, mm -hmm. and, and, and Gerard could tell you could tell you a mm -hmm. whole lot more. Gerard was actually right. a member of the consulting team that did that study. They didn't mm -hmm. like it. He was one of the local mm -hmm. the local mm -hmm. firms, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I'll come to the I'll come to the the, the people side of, of the transportation, and right. I'll, I'll answer you I'll answer your thing on congestion. Right. But I just wanted to deal because I have it in an, an order so that right. your listeners could see where I'm going with it, right? Right, right, so right, I wouldn't right. forget to tell you about the definition of congestion and what, right. and we have a rule of thumb of how we can mm. analyze the, the amount of delay. Right. We, we use a rule of thumb okay. as traffic okay. engineers. So I'll explain that. But let me go from the, the point with, the, with the, 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 the transport study and the road, right. the road study towards right. the vehicles now. As of the right. early 90s, as of the early 90s, and I wrote you a note 
before this to, to give so you can get an idea yes. Yes, the yes. the emphasis of successive governments mm -hmm. has been making car ownership cheaper by facilitating their use by progressive capacity improvement so two things government have been doing since that time mm -hmm. they have been expanding the roads creating capacity what is capacity capacity is the number of vehicles that can pass a point on the road one point you stand mm -hmm. up at the side of the road and check the number that pass number of vehicles that pass mm -hmm. that's the capacity the the ability of the road to accommodate those vehicles right so that's like added lanes yes depending on how the road mm -hmm. is operating so that if not only the physical structure of the road but the condition of the road may slow down vehicles. You see a dog blocking the road, a newspaper vendor on the road, potholes um, mm. on the road, a maxi taxi mm. stopping on the road. All of those constrain the operators of the operations of the road. So that affects the number of vehicles that are actually could pass during a certain period of time. I think that is, you mm. understand that, right? Okay. But okay. in addition to that, we have been focusing almost exclusively on vehicles and road. You talk about that. But until mm. 1990, the imported used car industry did not exist in the Caribbean. Didn't exist. Oh, really? But Jap yes, until 1990. But Japan's strict motor vehicle regulate inspections and high depreciation, which caused vehicles to be of very little worth after six years, as well as the astringent vehicle emission standards made disposal very expensive in Japan. So the okay. option that the, the, the owners, vehicle owners and companies came up with after this period, dumped them. Right. Hmm. So, they, so suppliers started getting, importers in the Caribbean started getting vehicle very cheaply. And saying you're getting a very nice vehicle, six-year-old vehicle. <laughs> but it was really dumped because the cost of using that very same the insurance standards and so on, cost of using that vehicle mm. there was very costly. Right? Mm. So imported mm. used car dealers have been able to grab them at very low cost and in good condition and mm -hmm. compete successfully with imported used cars for nearly 30 years. So what would mm. what was exciting for government? Incidentally, I was the chairman of the transport policy for for national internal transport policy for Trinidad and Tobago. You go on the net, you'll see it. NITP, mm. National mm. Internal Channels Transport Policy. You'll see the document there. Mm. And we submitted the draft document and it was rejected by the then government in November 1996. Why? Mm. Because of what I'm about to say. Successive mm. governments have boasted that they are providing access to cheap cars for the common man and creating many business entrepreneurs in importing used cars and how mm -hmm. much revenue government was making from taxes on the flood of imported used vehicles. Everything I just told uh, you, including the, including the problem of the imported used cars, we didn't call it foreign used cars in those days, we called it imported right. used cars. We right. predicted that what is happening today would have happened and the document in November 1996 was rejected. So much so, we never even got to submit the final document. I was an employee of the Ministry of, mm. of Works and Transport in those days. And the team, we had a huge team of about 20-something people from Trinidad mm. as well as Tobago. And yeah. the, com the, the, the committee 
from April to November was disbanded, and that was the end of Solomon Agondi. Uh, right? <laughs> so now we have the negative environmental effects from scrapping of vehicles. You know about all these scrap vehicles. If you fly yeah. over with a plane, you see them. Yeah. Poor the visual part of dump vehicles. Solid waste problems, the scrap tires, because we have imported used tires as well. Right. And when you're not making, where you cannot get the parts, you get the stealing of vehicles and the vehicle parts and so on. Stealing vehicles to scrap it for parts, etc. So it didn't happen right. overnight. overnight. But one right. more point on, on that, one more, one more statement on that point. Hmm. Even though private car ownership is high in this country, the reality is that the majority of the population do not have access to the private car. And that right. is actually the substance, should be the substance of transportation right. planning in this country. Right. The future but, of transportation. Yeah, okay, go ahead. I'll stop there and let you yeah. make your point. So, 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 so then, let me carry that, that thought a little further then, though. Because for me, I only have foreign use car because that is all I could afford. Most people duck. When you, when you, when you graduate and thing, you're making no set of money. So to buy a new car is almost impossible. You understand what I'm saying? So, so I don't know who their market is, but the, but you're quite right in terms of, well, get into the mind of the actual average um, millennial then, you know, why you buy buying the car. Well, I buy in the car because cars then you taxi then used to come in the back of uh, Marabella, the back of Gopalans. You know, for me to get out of there, I would have to walk for about 10 minutes to go and get a taxi to go Sando before I get a taxi to go town. So then now I will say, I will add to that and say there is there was also a failure for me and in, in whatever projects that was implemented for pub to get access to the public transportation network for all of these communities safely. So now for me, as a guy from South, I was excited about the rapid rail. But to me, so so let me get into that then. So I you want an option. Why, you know, you why, why a rail system? Then, then why, why is right, that? We come, to, we, come, we come to the rail. Yeah. rail. I wrote right. about 100 articles. They're all there. You could go and see them and use right. it. But you probably wouldn't like the immediate answer that I'm about to tell you. You see, right. you are speaking from the perspective of a male. You know, if I if it was a woman talking to me there instead of you, mm -hmm. she will sound completely different from you. Hear how? Right. Yeah. It's a saying. When men have money, they buy a car. When right. women have money, they see body children. See the difference? It's a wicked Fair cycle. Enough. Disposable income. And equity, that's why, remember I told you, equity is a major mm. part of this discourse. The mm. narrative has to change to equity. And equity, not only from the physically challenged and able, but equity mm. from the perspective of gender. gender. Women mm. are the ones who are facing, women and children, who are facing mm. the majority of the insensitivities towards transportation planning. Mm. Right. That's why I, mm. I started off this, con this conversation saying that the, the 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 transportation policies are always effectively from the driver's seat, mm. and the drivers right. most of the time are men. Are men, yeah, yeah, yeah. most of the time. Mm. So that it's a mm -hmm. wicked cycle. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sure you see early on mornings the women and children. Well, when things were normal, pre-COVID, mm. when things were normal, right. you would see them five o'clock. Standing up with the children, finish coping the children here. Right. 
-hmm. right? Waiting for, for, and I don't call it waiting, I call it hoping, because a major <laughs> part of the problem is public That's transport, it. and I want us to come to that, eh? Public transport, yeah. which yeah. is given in the first world, which is a given mm -hmm. in the first world. We have so never no. had management of public transport in Trinidad. Never. It has always right. been. Right. And by the way, just as a sidebar, and we'll come back to it, mm. taxis. We have a unique, we have a unique phenomenon here. Taxis mm -hmm. are operating as mass transit vehicles. They That's are. why when you see a stand, right. you see 20 cars parked. Yeah. At off peak periods mm -hmm. waiting for people. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. It's the yeah. most foolish thing. Mm. I could I could say that has happened to our public transportation system that you have a mass transport mm. vehicle transporting seven people, four to four seven people, people at a time, yeah. mm -hmm. and you call it a taxi system, but it is forced to tra to transport public as a public transport vehicle, mass transport, because of no plans for public transport. But let's stick to what you're saying mm. about the mm. about the um the desire. How do you get? Mm. To, to your mobility how do you get mm -hmm. to move around to access mobility and accessibility right. how do yeah. you get to access your your desires mm. where your, your destinations and so on? Mm. we should have mm. never had it this way we should mm. be planning for people it starts at the top people not planning for vehicles not planning right. to make business people out of public transport listen here's right. going to happen in the world here the next thing that we are going to have the next phenomenon we're going to have in trinidad here more dumping Right. The developed world, they're always trying to think to think of sexy things to do to keep their, mm. their vehicle sales on the front burner. The right. latest sexy move, and I spoke to an audience mm. in, in India, and you know you're talking mm. a big audience when you talk India, right? Right, right, right. right. In, <laughs> in, in, in June last year. Autonomous mm. vehicles. You heard the term? Autonomous mm, vehicles. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, uh, in the North America, you already have semi-autonomous vehicles on the road. I've driven, I've driven them already. But you're talking autonomous vehicles. Mm. Okay? Mm. That's the next wave that the vehicle mm. manufacturers are hoping that takes the world. Because right. people have bought what they want to buy already. However, right. right along with that, we have electric mobility now. Many countries have, in the next five years... They will no longer have fossil fuel vehicles on the road. Diesel, petrol, many countries have it already. Five years' right. time, no, mm. by 2030, oh, sorry, 2025, no fossil fuel vehicles. The, hmm. What do you think going to happen to those fossil fuel vehicles? Where are they going to go? Where right. they gonna yeah, die for we. You're going to get BMW <laughs> cheap. You got BMW for 10,000. <laughs> Why you have BMW are driving? It's three series. <laughs> You get me? And people here, right. I mean, the obsession, the obsession with the, with the vehicles, you know, the culture, yeah. you know, that, yeah. that, you know, everybody, um, you know, has to have a car, yeah. everybody has everybody to have a car. Everybody will be our car, man. It, has be, it has become normal, you know, we have the, the, these. You'll be like Jamaica, Jamaica already have plenty. But you know what happened? We signed in 2017, we signed the Paris Agreement for carbon yeah. emission yeah. reduction. So yeah. we are forced to go towards carbon emission reduction we have to go mm. the way of electric mobility policies we have to mm -hmm. go barbados has, is the leading caribbean territory in this area they have already and by the way is that trinidadian who went who was rejected in trinidad when they and, and did the policy development and guidance no surprise mm. in barbados not surprised right mm -hmm. good and that, yeah and no that's him <laughs> 
Right. Okay. Okay. Let's make sure. Let's make sure. But so we we have to go that way. They're already going that way. Um, the big right. the big ticket items are for though if you know about and if your listeners know about 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 electric vehicles and mobility, the charging infrastructure and and, and right. so on. But we have to go that way because right. that's the way of the future. Now we are doing some something in Trinidad. We are developing a hydrogen plant, not for the primary purpose of fuel cell technology for the electric vehicles, but it can work as a spin-off. It's for something else, but it can work as that. Right. So we can come back on the front line mm. in technology if we desire, so desire, to help our to help our need for carbon yeah. reduction and get back on the this right is, track. And this so is on. new gen. This is new, new gen. gen. Correct. This is new right. gen. So, cool. so, so, yeah, new gen. But, new gen, but, yes. So, so if, if you know about that, because I've been trying, even last week we had Graham on, uh, talking about renewable energy. Uh, yes. Um, and I did, um, um, you know, that kind of idea of hydrogen energy and what it is. What is it really, Doc? Is it is that something that could act as a power, as a power source? And then almost set that infrastructure for electricity. It can because the process is electric. You remember, your energy production is only good as where you're getting it from, the, 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 the raw end. And if you're getting it from natural gas as our electricity, our energy production is now, then you are you're still not 100% renewable. You're with me? Right. But if the process right. is electrolysis that you're using, water and your event and your emission is water then you're renewable you with me right <laughs> see right so they right. are using it right. i think in the methane in, in industry but a spill-off of it could be hydrogen that can be used just as you use fuel um the fossil fuel petrol and so on you use right. it at a pump for the fuel cells and so on at the moment mm. the electric vehicles they have very heavy batteries right it's battery powered yeah, right, yeah. two thousand yeah. kilograms. Right. But but would you believe the weight of those batteries, the and and the consequent cost of those batteries are coming down? They now have electric vehicles in SUVs. They now have vehicles in vans, buses. So the entire modal system is shifting towards. Shifting. But I am not saying we go the way of the vehicles. It is still the tool. The vehicles, the tool. Our mm -hmm. transportation policies have to swing the way of people first and by people where they're coming from where they're going why they're going right somebody asked a question on on your chat here and it's, it's good to talk on it mm. about online is online the answer to reduce traffic congestion and i, I would say mm. no online mm. has its purpose and it's called um for, for working and so on for employment mm. telecommuting Right. The yeah. planners have been trying to get telecommuting since the 1980s, but COVID did it for us, mm -hmm. right? Sure. But it has right. its place. I want to tell you something that I don't think online education is for everybody. There are some children. Agreed. I know if my son was it a little fellow, I would have to have personal tutoring for him it because he's yeah. easily distracted. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. So it has right. to be. It has to be determined not. We, we not for the purpose of transportation that you have education you have to plan it properly and engage the stakeholders right. and so on which is an important part but right. sticking with you need to have equity you need to have equity in your in your transportation 
No, you mentioned about the congestion, and I told you I will get back. I'll get back to the congestion. You know where the congestion is right now? The congestion is in the city urban centers. It takes more time. I live in Chaguanas. It's more time to get out, 40 minutes to get to the highway. Well, I'm talking pre-COVID, right? It's getting back there. By the way, it's getting back there. Although things are not yet fully mm. open, but it's getting back there. It takes 40 minutes to get to the highway, and then the next 40 minutes to get to Port of Spain. Right? Mm. So the problems are circulation. Getting around the, 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 the town of Shogonas. And by the way, Port of Shogonas has more mobility than even Port of Spain now. Right? It's a very vibrant town, right. but it's, you know, daytime mobility. Daytime mm. mobility. So something that will take you 15 minutes on a Sunday will easily take you 45 minutes in the week. Right? right. And you have different types of congestion. You have a, mor a morning peak period. You have an evening peak period. And you have a midday peak period. Right. And yeah. I think that is largely due to the curfew because people are trying to undertake a lot of things during the daytime period. During the day now. We so have. go straight home. In terms of the highway, the north-south highway, you have two evening peaks. You have an evening peak around 3 o'clock because of the people who went to work for right. 7. So they're right. leaving to and so on. Yeah. And then you have the normal 5 o'clock. So you have a 3 o'clock and a 5 o'clock peak. Sometimes they blend into each other. So the north-south highway, the southbound, you have a longer ex or an extended peak period. Okay. And that is because... We are now taking our cars to work. Have you ever noticed that when you take your car, when you go to Portersby, you park, you don't move your car. You'll if you have to go from the office to some other place in Portersby, you, yeah, you, you walk or take a taxi and yeah. you leave your car here. Mm -hmm. So the, the car yeah. is no longer taking the car is no longer taking you to work. You are taking the car mm -hmm. to work. So to, to, to mm -hmm. kind of fall in a little bit about this. Yeah. As you say, falling about making it about people and transporting people. How feasible is that? light transit rapid transit system in general right that is where, that is where i'm going the mm. future there are three things you have to look at short term medium term and long term so in terms of the car that's what mm. i'm talking about the car here now yeah. we have to find mm. ways and please note it we have to find ways to reduce the vehicle kilometer of travel in the states you call it vehicle miles travel vmt Mm. We have to reduce the VMTs. The states, okay. North America, and so on. You have to find, you when you go into the books, you go into the annual statistics collected by the Federal Highway, by the, right. the Ontario government, and so on. Mm -hmm. You will see VMTs. We have to find ways to reduce the VMTs, vehicle miles of mm -hmm. travel, which means what it is. It is the amount of vehicles of miles traveled by a vehicle annually. Okay, mm. and of course they usually divide that by the population of the of the city, so you get the vehicle miles of travel per capita. Okay. Mm. We do not collect that data. Many times I have to do study. I once did it for an IDB study on carbon emission, and I had to collect it manually. How do you do it manually? Each link of the road, a link of a road is between the two intersections. You mm. find the volume passing on that road, and you multiply by the length of the road both directions can you imagine how complicated wow. that is if wow. you have all these intersections and so on yeah but that is collected annually in the in the developed world right what does it mean by reducing that it means we have to find ways to take the car off the road you know i started this talk by telling you 
some of you will not like what I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. It is not about you. Mm -hmm. All the car ads on TV, the new car ads, you see a new car driving out and driving alone on the road. Brand new and you driving right. freely. You will come out, you will come out the driving and you will now interface your fancy nice car and you will mm -hmm. interface directly with the car that has no insurance. And God forbid you right. crash into that car. Right. You have nothing to get. Right? right? Mm -hmm. Because as um Shankara, I see you you put last week when you put on your thing, the great leveler or something mm -hmm. to that effect. Traffic the great yeah, level, yeah, and traffic yeah, is the yeah. great leveler, mm -hmm. right? Great equalizer. It's so, great it equalizer. is a socialist. It's a socialist situation. Traffic has brought mm -hmm. us down. To, down everybody on the same. Level. Everybody on the same team, except, mm -hmm. except that the people in the public transport vehicle, they are more affected than you in your private car because you right. cause any congestion for them. Right. right. But but right. but then, Doc, if mm -hmm. not. If, if we if we look at it from perspective of and I asked this in previous shows and and, and to kind of take us the rest of the discussion because big projects we're going to talk about now I yes. go in and give yeah. you doc five billion US right five billion US for the next ten years what are you yes. going and spend it on and why right what big yeah, I know projects I, I know appear to be dancing in mm. taking the cars off mm. the road. Mm -hmm. We have to, you know, when you talk about flood, I tell people flooding has a relationship with traffic, right? In fact, there's something mm -hmm. called the, the fluid flow theory. I'm not talking about right. that here now. Mm -hmm. But when flood comes down the hillsides and so on, you always hear mm -hmm. people talking about detain it, put a detention pond, put right. detention pond, right. detain it. Right. It's the same thing right. with traffic. We have to find ways to detain the cars remotely. Right. So a detention Which is called park and ride. ride. You, you ever hear right. the term park and ride? Mm -hmm. you, the car is not going to disappear. Everything I told you about fossil fuel and electric vehicles, remember we have mm -hmm. vehicles that are not going to disappear. We have right. to find ways to detain them through right. a system of park and ride. Now, in Trinidad, mm -hmm. park and ride will not be appreciated unless you have safety and security for them. Of course. Right. People take their cars to work because they want to secure their car. They, they don't want to leave right. their car home for the bandit to take it home. Right. So nobody's right. going to leave their car in a parking garage or a parking lot that is not secure. Mm. So you have to secure it. It has to be economical. It has to be worth their time. You know, they will have the proper app. You leave on time and etc. All the, the conveniences that go with a well-operated park and ride mm -hmm. to leave it remotely and go to the urban centers or from the urban centers. So the first mm -hmm. point we have to look at in the in the short term, mm -hmm. we have to look at bus-based park and ride. Now I know in Trinidad when we talk about bus, we mean oh, PTSD. <laughs> I do not yeah. mean PTSD when I say bus. Right. PTSD right. is just a government-owned bus company. Okay? Right, 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 right. And which probably they need to they need to consider getting out of the operations of. Because they simply right. transport less than 5% of the people. Uh, yeah, that, that actually might have agreed that. Yeah, and right. yet they get $400 million every year. Jesus. So it's, <laughs> to many people, to some people, it's a, a government employment company whose business is transport. To some people, they think like that. Right. But yes. I'm saying, right. a bus base, and I think that should be, the PTSC's role should, could shift 
to maybe administration, public administration. I mentioned at the start oh, of this, yeah, we do not have okay. public transport administration. Sure. We never yeah, had yeah. it. Right. Maybe their role could shift to that, I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But certainly mm -hmm. operations, so a bus-based park and ride. Notice I said bus-based. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you a little bit about this rapid rail as you talk about it. Mm -hmm. right. I'm sure <laughs> you don't even know where this rapid rail was going to pass. No, I don't. I know. Right. I actually work for the consultant, so I know the plan. So I want to hear where you're going. It's your policy. We are not rapid rail. It's my fault. Most I, I, of I, I, the people did not see it. You understand? Yeah. Let me tell you where it was going to pass, right? Right. It was going to pass in terms of the East-West Corridor. It was going to pass on the side of the Beetham Highway right. and the churchill Roosevelt Highway, on the side of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because the ideal the ideal locations for a, a, a rail route, whether it be light rail, rapid rail, metro rail, and so forth, right. must right. be where the, at the urban centers. You want to capture where people are right. nearest to, right? Right. So it's that is what the consultants advise the government. You can't put it you know, airy ferry. Yeah. Right. So it was going to pass on the on and by the way, a rapid rail needs a, a minimum catchment of a million people. The metro rail in DC mm. transports more than a million people every day. We have six hundred thousand in the whole Trinidad and Tobago that require transport right. in the whole population. My arrow right. for the Spain right. Toko, everybody. Right. For the whole country, six hundred thousand for the whole day. No, let me go down the road now. No, let me go down the road now. Let me go down the road. So you're saying that we need 600,000, right? No, no, I say we have 600,000. We have. We have. We need a million. We need a million. It need to be a million. But I want I want to make a point here. And I want to make a point because the responsibility, the legal responsibility of a government is to provide safe transport for the citizens. Because Can't a lot of the time, Perfect. when Perfect. when I would have worked on several projects, there's a reason why I out in the Pacific now and it's because I bray a lot, I bray a lot, and then they, they want to hear about that young boy and that kind of thing. No problem. Right. But it has to do with that fundamental responsibility. And a lot of times when people shut down capital projects that would help, is because they start to talk that talk, feasibility, and you have to assess the social thing and whatnot. And if it don't balance off, listen. Very few first world nations actually meant to move forward with a project or not based on that. I spent two months in China, Australia, and the Pacific. A lot of times they have funding agencies that just hear what? We want a problem, we will invest in it. Now, of course, it can't be super unfeasible. But what I'm saying is Obviously. that it can't be something to say go or no go. Why? Because in the first, I actually did a, um, a walkthrough with the people in, in um, Shanghai for the Shanghai Transportation Agency. The first rail system was implemented in 1987. And when I went was about two years ago, Doc. And in that two years when I went, they were talking about the implementation of the 18th line of which they're looking to bring Maglev technology. Right, yeah, and, yes. the, and, and the Maglev technology. So a lot of people say, "Well, hey, them is first world." In that 1987 project that was brought on, do you know the study actually showed that it was feasible? But they recognize. Remember, is the China government we talking but, about? But, so they but, say, but "Let's also talking about this a place that have a billion people." I see. Yeah, to, as exactly. well. Exactly. No, they have, they have, they have, have a billion. billion they didn't start out with a billion. Shankara, yeah, you are, you are, you are an engineer. You must include cost 
right? You cannot go to parliament and say we need it because it's obvious, like the then minister said. That's what's his solution. It's obvious. No, no, I, no you must I didn't work say out costs. You must work out costs. I agree. But is it that we say in point fourteen highway now feasible? Well, well, let me. Well, There's well, no stop way there point fourteen highway could yeah, be feasible now. So, you so, so Doc, you, you were saying. Doc was saying. Doc mm. Pulong was saying that in that other countries it's just generally one million to run the rail. In Trinidad, in the right. totality of the all the commuters, right. we are six hundred thousand. What was the point you wanted to make there, Doctor? Right. So therefore, we have two or three hundred buses, the big buses, I'm sixty-five seaters. Mm. We have five thousand, four four thousand five hundred mini, mini maxis, twenty-five seaters and twelve seaters and so on. Okay. And we have twenty-five thousand odd cars. Okay. Can't you not work out for the country a mix of those to capture where people are coming from, where they are going, and why they are going there? Can it, can't you not do that first in terms of working out the distribution and the need and the mix required before you jump to the next level? You see, in public transport, you have three levels of service. You have level A, level B, level C. Level A meaning... I mean, level C meaning the regular thing at grade, and you work out where at grade meaning right at the road level, and right. you work out where people are coming from, and you provide the services. Okay, right. level B, you have some different levels. The, the service gets a little more um, um, easier, easier to operate. Level level A is when you have the rapid rail and exclusive right. exclusivity. Right. So, mm -hmm. for a city. If you have a city and you have to move it around, that I told you about a million needed to move. Yeah. But we didn't have that. And I was making, I was describing the route. That mm. had to go along the, the, the um, Beetham and Churchill Roses. And the very first stop was Arangwes. So it means right. if the people mm. living in Beetham and Barataria wanted to use it, they would have to jump in it from Port of Spain and drop off in Arangwes and take a maxi yeah. back home. Right, so it was not because it was a rapid right. rail, it had to be high high speed. Yeah. It had to be high mm -hmm. speed, right? If it was a light rail, mm -hmm. but then it could have more stuff. And then mm -hmm. then let's look at north south. It was right. going to go east of the southern of the southern main road. It was going to go where the people are living. In other words, when it reached Chagonas, it was reaching Chagonas in Londonville. So when you mm -hmm. came out of it in Londonville, which is about three miles from Shogunas mm. Urban Center. Right. You have to take a maxi or taxi to come back to Shogunas. And it was going mm. past Prisal and those areas in the South Chankara, Chankara trying mm -hmm. to describe it as yeah, yeah. on the east of the mm. of, of the far east. So it was not where people thought, many people thought it was coming down the Uriah Butler Highway and the edge of the road. But it right. was not going there. It was going right. where the people are, are living. You asked about the the, the um the point fourteen highway. Let's talk about the point fourteen highway because I did yeah, some yeah, analysis. Yeah. Well, so, no, so so I could tell yeah, you that the problems I faces, you understand. And and, and I want to make a good. point, Doc, before you go. So, before so wait, but wait, 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 but yeah. wait. So Doc, yeah, yeah. We so we're trying to say that how, when in actuality, the rapid rails system was not feasible. No, because a rapid rail system. When I wrote about it, I looked at the literature and so the cost per kilometer of a, a rapid rail system, metro rail. Is of mm -hmm. the order of $135 million US per kilometer. Mm -hmm. Do you know if we had that system in the play and we had to be paying back that loan? Mm -hmm. 
Now, when you put down a rail system, you have to leave it for a minimum of 100, 200 years. Eh? Our rail system was in Trinidad for 100 years. Well, right? it depends on the model. And you can't build part of a rail system. You could build part of a road. You can't build no, part of a rail. You have no, to finish what, it. But what's your financing model for that, Doc, that the, that the persons will, oh, will, will pay for, the, for that, that concept of how long it'll take to pay back? Is it that you're thinking that it will be direct pay in terms of what people pay to them in order to pay back? Is that how you envision well, it's it? A good, that's a good question you're asking. Let's because look at I spend a lot of time on PPPs, and I don't think that that's the best way to, to finance well, Let's look at the Singapore model. What Singapore right. did... Right. Singapore, of course, they have five. They are, they are a, a, a city state, right? Right. They have four million. So they have a. They have, in fact, they have three thousand buses, mm. not one on uh, three thousand mm. buses. Two metro systems, two rapid rails, right? right. They right. built both right. of them, and they they bought the buses and they have private operators to operate it efficiently. Correct. Correct. They don't. And government doesn't operate it. That's right. right? And, and how they did and that they have the that, market for it. Exactly. Exactly. And you see how, how they structured that had to do with it makes it feasible for our operator. It makes it attractive for our operator. So they could but, so the but we would never we would never we were never the stakeholders in Trinidad were never given information on the rapid I'm telling you, we were not right. I, you notice everything right. I compared what is outside. We were told that we needed it because it's obvious. Yeah, they, that they, is on hands and records. That's true. Right. Never, How we just can hear you the talk word to about obvious? Right. Well, let me go. Let me go on the point for tonight. We know the because point because that no, that no. billing that almost done bill well, it's not, yeah, well, yeah. almost yeah. is our relative. I did some analysis on it, and I think I think the state company is doing is very bad at explaining, not bad at doing it, but explaining what they're doing. That mm -hmm. high, that road mm -hmm. is needed. Both the mm -hmm. connection road, I, I don't care what Kublal Singh and, 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 and right. other jumping up, that road that right. passes around the Separia, it is a right. connectivity issue. Both right. areas are needed. The area that mm -hmm. is going direct um, on the north side to, on the, mm -hmm. to the point 14, as well as the, the circulatory route passing through Separia. They are both because it mm -hmm. brings connectivity to the entire southwestern peninsula. I analyze it and Correct. I prove that. But Correct. it is not Correct. being explained by, by Nitko well. It's not that right. it is wrong, but they're not explaining it well. Right? But I am sure, Doc, I am sure that if you do a post-analysis now, yes. how do you say that, that that will show it will show that it's feasible? Well, because it's, it's close to eight billion, huh? Well, <laughs> Well, that I'll answer you with two points. Yeah. Let me answer you in right. two points. And the, the right. worst one, I'll tell you second. If right. I were planning that highway, right. I would have I would have reserved the corridors, but after mm -hmm. after Pinal, I would have built two lanes. Okay. In the east, okay. likewise in the north and the west. Right. I and I would have kept it at grade at the relevant areas. In other words, right. I would have I would have provided the road reserves. You, you must understand mm -hmm. those things, and I would have provided yeah. what was needed for the next so many years until mm -hmm. the capacity rises, such that I build yeah. the other facilities to do it. In other words, yes. you were providing as needed. I would yes. not have built four lanes from right. all those right. going down to point forty. It didn't. It doesn't right. need it. 
and they probably and, will not need it for a long time. But right. they need the connectivity. And right. secondly, and which is perhaps the more important point, this mm. country is a very corrupt country. Well, yesterday, oh yesterday. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the price is actually the cost. You with me? True. Yesterday, true, three true, policemen. True, true. Yesterday in the news, I know you all like the background information. Yesterday, yeah. three police, three policemen were jailed for fraud. One is an inspector of police. Mm. Right. Right. But mm. they're probably on bail. I don't know. So who inspected right? the but inspector? For you know? fraud. So I mm. don't know when a price right. is given, and I'm being very frank to you. When a price is right. given, I don't know if that's the cost. Right, right, right. And that is very important, Doc, because we have to be mindful of the unique situation that Trinidad finds itself in, where, you know, you're a small island developing it. And moving forward with large capital uh, investment projects is not easy, whereas um, if you look at, so if I were to look at the major capital investment projects that we did over the past, 20 years. I could start with Napa, Sapa, all those things. If I were to add all of them and say, well, what was the benefits that they bring? There's no way any of them project feasible. You understand? But we invested in it. Yes. And that's yeah. the point. I that can't I argue with you on those. From a <laughs> I can't small, and, and I'm saying that, doctor, to the perspective that the FSM, the Federated States of Micronesia, is exactly the same thing. That is the case with new budding uh, islands where you would have in, uh, banks come in because all the banks are interested in is making money. They want to give you a term capital investment loan. They will take get taken out in the earlys and then all they will catch to actually implement. They make their money at the beginning and then all they figure out how to think it. So that in transport systems, however, in my mind, I'm saying that a lot of people put a lot of barriers to this in terms of we can't do this, we can't do that. I remember an engineer doc had told me, well, listen, we already had the bus route, we already had the highway. You have no place to put to, to, to put no rail system because the rail system you will end up having to buy, um, buy up all the land on the side and, and ground bazaar own that or not. You know, it was the first truck I saw when I went to Shanghai dock, an elevated rail system where they use the middle uh, medium, and that is the place where the, the, the pylons come in. And it looks like a basically a flyover that runs overhead. So they look at the capacity from a 3D perspective rather than just 2D that you have to go across. So they elevate the, the, the rail so you will be running the north south highway and you have plants that will come up and elevate the rail system actually run across. But, but I'm sure you talk about Shanghai. I'm sure yeah. they were planning it for many years. The New Delhi I'm rail sure. system, the metro rail in New Delhi. Yes. When I was there in the, in the late 80s, early 90s, they were mm. planning that since the early 80s, and they didn't build yeah. that until the, the, the 2000 and something. Right? Sure. They, were planning, sure. Sure. they were planning for it. And this one, say, quite frankly, I'll yeah. tell you, eh, I believe a light rail system could work within Port of Spain. A tram system, right. provided it is properly planned and not government regulated, it be concessional yeah, for PPP, yeah, right? Yes, and let them yes, work out the numbers and so on. Yes. Um, one of the problems you'll have is there are a lot of utility problems on the ground in Port yeah. of Spain. So that'll be a thing. But yes. let the that let those kind of things, the urban center type tram system, mm. I think that could be valuable for foreign yes. tourism and local tourism, like that. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. against people think when I talk, I'm against this and I'm against that and I'm against mm. the other. I'm saying bring the justification. 
Every article right. that I wrote on the rapid rail justify why and what you're doing. Look, look yes. at our water taxi. Our water taxi is a very valuable thing. But the every yes. the fifteen dollars that somebody pays to go from San Fernando to Port of Spain or vice versa, the state pays the state pays one hundred and fifteen dollars. Why? Yes. Why can't you yes. concession that out like many countries do? Yes. For example, San yes. Fernando. You all know that area very well. Yes. Concession of that whole area for the operator to have whatever activities, entertainment, even hotel, whatever, whatever is required to generate generate the income so that he could have subsidized fees and yes. privatized the, 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 the water exactly. taxi. Coastal, I call it a coastal taxi system. Exactly. very good. And yeah, then you link other areas. But let it do itself. Sorry? And, and that's a lifesaver. And I will make a point with that, Doc. I remember when I went and started to live with my mom in Cedros for a little bit. That was when the talk of expanding water taxi to point at Kongam. You know how much friends of mine, Doc, actually come and see just the tongue every day. Remember, they say the same thing. It's not justified. And I just say, look at how people from the city started to talk on behalf of rural people. And I remember at that time, Raymond Charles was, was, was the head of civil at that time. And I did a final year um, project, Doc, on the tunnel from Maracas to um, yeah. from from Maracas to, to, to Mount Hope. Yeah, that was the Humphrey this, Yes. Yeah. That's right. And I remember at that time they said it's not feasible at Cowell. I remember when I presented um, Charles at the time, you know, very impressive traffic engineer, where, you know, may his soul rest mm. in peace. And yeah. You know, he came up with the thing. He said, well, how you could say it's feasible if you haven't figured out what your financing model is? If you do it as a toll road, you know how much people pay that toll to go straight to Maracas through, through, through the tunnel? To, to, to well, I want to I wanna correct you on that. I did a survey yeah. for a similar tunnel to Digo Martin. Well, not me. I did the Diego. data collection. Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. a French company designed the survey and designed the... Um, Vinci? The, no, it wasn't Vinci. A firm okay. called mm -hmm. Aegis. Mm, mm -hmm. Right, and after they did the survey, they started to jump up, almost jump on the table, and say, "Boy, this, this is um, this is people say, you know, they interview the what ifs, you right. had this and you had that, what you what you'll be willing to pay, willingness to pay, and people say they'll right. pay hundred dollars right. to go from to go from Lady Young to to the Martin through a tunnel and thing under the, and I say, listen, mm. in Trinidad, people lie, you know." <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Jamaica, Jamaica opened the first exclusive toll road in the yes. Caribbean, right? Highway yes, yes, 2000. Yes. Good. Right, right, right by Desto. Right. Mm -hmm. And the Mandela Highway is on the side of it. Didn't you know that? Right. That's the Chinese. Yeah, and yeah. next to nothing, they're charging. And the, the, the Mandela Highway jam up with car every morning. Nobody right. wants to pay the little thing to ride in free traffic free environment. Mm -hmm. We want to take so, a little mm -hmm. questions now, Doc, sure. from, the, sure. from the audience. Mm -hmm. Sure. So, the first one we have is from Dennis Ramdas. He says, does the priority bus route in TNT make sense anymore? Is it just another mechanism for politicians to get PBR passes and avoid dealing with the reality of traffic in TNT? Good. That question is so timely because I wanted to talk about that, mm -hmm. but forgot. <laughs> that priority bus route is one of the most important features that the world has recognized. It was visionary. Mm -hmm. When um, people like Dr. Lenny Sait and so on, who is also a transportation planner, of course, a politician, right, but right. he was originally a transportation planner. He studied in India as well as he studied in, in um, U of T. 
in, in, right, in, yeah. in Toronto. Toronto, mm -hmm. yeah. He was visionary. He and, uh, and I think Dr. Julian and so on, they were involved in planning that. It was visionary. It started mm -hmm. in 74 in terms of the planning. It was finished. It was completed to Arima in somewhere around 89, 90. Why was it visionary? It was the first exclusive busway in our region. In fact, the first exclusive busway was built in, in the United States in the mid-90s. Mid-90s. How did I know that? Well, the, the um, great World Bank economist, Gabriel Roth, came mm. to visit um, Raymond Charles in, in the 90s. I was mm. teaching that time in the civil department. And Raymond asked me to give him a, a tour. So I asked him, I said, where would you like to visit Professor Roth? Mm. And I thought he was making joke. He said, well, I thought he's thinking about, you know, you hear about Maracas, you like go Maracas or something. Mm. He said he wanted to go on the bus route. I said, what? Mm. Mm. I did not even, I had to go and ask, I was working in the Ministry of Works that time. I had to go and mm. ask for a bus route pass. I said, well, why did you, why do you want to go on the bus route? He said, mm. that is something you all have written one paragraph on. And that's a world phenomenon. It is, was then the longest exclusive busway in the world at that time, oh. 26 kilometers. Mm. Imagine that. Mm -hmm. And we have not ever worked that as a busway even for one day. It has right. never functioned. In so Pittsburgh, if you right. travel on it, in Pittsburgh, they mm -hmm. have a bus, a, a busway just like ours, except it has some mm -hmm. parking lots and so on along the route, which we should have had as well. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's just Tulane, just like ours. But hear the name of that priority bus route i tell people you must never call that priority bus route again call it pbr it's better we don't know what it is <laughs> right because right. everybody they have flood on the on the road make it even up to now people talking make that one two way this one way this way two lanes and and make the eastern main road two lanes the next way stupidity because mm -hmm. they only think about cars how to move cars yes. Not when that road moves more people than the seven or has the potential to move more people than all the lanes the churchill roosevelt six lanes the eastern main road two lanes and the bus route two mm -hmm. lanes so you have 10 lanes and that road move more people than all lanes in terms of capacity remember we talk about capacity yeah, yeah, yeah. section. so to answer mm -hmm. your 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 the comment of it is more than justified but it should, by the way, that policy study we had in 96 asked to take everybody mm. off the bus route who doesn't meet there, including doctors and parliamentarians. Mm. <laughs> and that is one of the reasons mm. why it was rejected. Right? Mm. Or, you have about 1,600 of them now. Take mm. them off and let it function as a busway. Okay? So to, mm. to keep it moving along here, um, we mm. talk about removing all fossil fuels and things like that. We had a question from Nanda Sundan mm. Raj Prasad. How many CNG stations it have in the country to try and encourage moving away from fossil fuels? Right. Well, well, CNG was always CNG was always a transition fuel. Eh? They knew mm -hmm. that it couldn't stay as CNG. And as the, the way I'm hearing, I saw yesterday the minister of um, I don't know what he is now, but the, uh, the minister right. talking about Energy, yeah. right moving rapidly moving rapidly to electric mobility. Electric, yeah. So it seems that even that transition CNG 
is for a very a much shorter period than than um, we yeah. would have initially thought. The public would have initially yeah. thought. So it appears that they're going yeah. and you know solar powered battery and charging right. stations. Yeah. It appears that way from what yeah. I'm reading. What I'm right. reading. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. uh, next question, oh, Mr. Ramu. Mr. Ramu. Yeah. <laughs> Here, a very comprehensive. The Patrick Manning administration <laughs> proposed the rapid rail system, while the Kamala Prasad BCS administration proposed the bus rapid transit, or that's the BRT, right? BRT system. Were any of these plans feasible? And did politics sabotage the best idea? Well, hmm. Leah, Doc, Leah. Dr. Tongzen, the Maxi people, myself and others, were involved in sending a report to our report to IDB. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, obviously, politics, because I don't know to both, both administrations. I don't know what happened to them. What I do know is that the, the, um, the bus rapid transit was, was chosen, was, was shown to be very feasible, and not only in terms of, in terms of its applicability, but in, in terms of its de deliverability much shorter time frame it was shown mm. to be that okay by the way you know they have they have something a concept now applied in some places called bus on the shoulder there's a potential to uh, use the shoulder lanes to show use shoulder lanes in oh. some in some jurisdictions maybe that is worth consideration yeah. here mm -hmm. um, like in, in like giving priority rain. giving priority to yeah. public transport vehicles yes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Given the population densities on the two corridors, the rapid rail system was not the optimal technology. The IDB study showed that a BRT system would be far superior. Right. Maybe that's one yeah. of the members of the team answering that. Yes, that's true. Yes, so that so so, so that is Dr. Trevor Tones and, and right, well, there you go. Um, so, <laughs> well, so, thank uh, you, Dr. Tones. <laughs> I, I, I would put out this doc um, that you mm. know I, I try to reach out to, to Dr. Tones and, and perhaps we could have both of you on our panel uh, with Jared out here. You know what I mean to, to talk about traffic another time. But we would like to have I, because I think there's there's some interesting perspectives. Well, you probably from, need from, about from five hours because <laughs> <laughs> too much traffic. <laughs> well, no, no. What I would suggest: let Doctor Tongzen come and do his thing, and then uh, let, let Jared come and do it because I don't want no, to interrupt them. Couture. Those guys no, have a lot of things. We want to culture. We want to culture. We want to culture. We're not the same time. <laughs> yeah, Jared. They're both great guys. Yes, both great yeah, guys. Yeah. Yes. So we have any more questions, Dorian? No, I think we're good there. All right, all right, all right. So let's see. Um, I know that how you and Doc could take us into a whole another hour or two of discussion. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. do believe that how Doc, if if you would um permit me to say that we would want to have you back on the show and it might already be committing to that. I feel, I feel right? honored. I feel honored. Right. So in time, by the next quarter, you know, we get people a little, a little, um, a little bit of a cliffhanger. And yeah. we'll bring you back to talk more of what, what we could actually see as solutions for the problems that we yeah. have touched on, but tangibly, mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you solve problems in places that you, that, that, you know, haven't been solved here. You understand? So mm -hmm. we could talk more about these things. At this point in yeah. time, we, we went a little over our time usually because we could go on next hour, I know it. But we want to mm -hmm. thank Dr. Furlong for giving us his mm -hmm. precious time at this hour. 
You understand? <laughs> After so much meetings, see what I've had behind the screen. He's behind us again tonight. All right, mm -hmm. but um, I'm really glad to have you here, Doc. So from all of us here at the Heights Room, thank yeah, you so much for this time. We want to thank all of yeah, you so viewers for logging mm -hmm. in and giving us that um little question with the questions and so on, you know, engaging in the heights, right? Let's see, mm -hmm. as usual, you know, you are the architect or the engineer, mm -hmm. sorry, of this this episode. And Tori, I want to thank you for all your help with putting it together as no, well. Man. From, up, from all up. of us here at the Heights Room, take care. Mm -hmm. We'll pick up next week. Blessed right. love. Thank you. Right. Yeah, so much. Take it easy.